Hey y'all, it's your girl Samanji and welcome to the Avocado and Honey podcast where we are becoming the best version of ourselves through self-accountability and vulnerability. Go ahead and drink your water. Now let's grow together. If you haven't already, please be sure to check out the previous podcast episode. I went ahead and gave you all the tarot energy for the next two weeks as well as share some of my favorite series that I've been watching on Hulu, Amazon Prime, Showtime, and Netflix. Uh, For today's episode, I kind of want to talk about uh, two of those series just a little bit more, um, as well as give myself flowers, yo. After doing the Houston, Atlanta, Brooklyn episode, I've been, of course, reflecting on my life and just, just like realizing how much I've evolved just as Angie, as a human being, as Manji. Um, And I just kind of want to share some of that with y'all. Like, you know, like it's only right, right? I share all this, the pain and struggles and might as well share the joy as well. Um, So yeah. So in regards to the series, I want to talk about the shy first because I felt like I was kind of dogging the shy out, but um, obviously I kept watching it. So it wasn't that bad, but I do want to share some of the things that I do appreciate about the shy. Um, One of those things is the Love Jones episode. The Love Jones episode was in season four and I love that episode. It was like an ode to the movie um, Love Jones and I love Love Jones. Like that's one of my favorite movies ever. And the like how it was written and like it was just beautifully done. And like every relationship that was in that episode like brought something from Love Jones. And I just, the way they did it, like I was catching everything because I know Love Jones from to back, like all the words, all that shit, like that is my movie. So the way they did that episode, it was beautifully done and I appreciate it. So if you don't watch all of season four, at least watch the Love Jones episode because that episode did make me smile throughout the episode. I know in the previous episode, I'm like, ah, it was just so much trauma. But then after um, doing that episode, I was thinking about the shy more and I was like, oh, yeah, there was a Love Jones episode. So there's that one. Also, Luke James was in um, this uh, season three and season four of the shy and Luke James definitely surprised me because um, I never really seen anything that he acted in, just always known him as like um, a singer. Actually, I did. Re- I do remember him from um, Insecure. So I will begin HBO soon because I do need to watch Insecure. But um, Luke James and his girls, I can't remember her name. I, I, I should have, you know, at least gotten the actress's uh, name, but that uh, their relationship in season three and season four was actually my favorite. Um, I love them. And the one thing I appreciate about Lou James girl, um, girlfriend, partner in the series is that, you know, she was a trans woman, but I appreciate how her whole storyline didn't revolve around her being trans. Like, you know, it was just like, you know, they made it clear in one episode. I didn't even No, like, you know, it was just like they made it clear, though, in one episode that she was a trans woman. And then after that, like, you know, there was, you know, a couple things here and there, because as a trans person, I'm sure they experienced a lot of bullshit. So it was like a couple things here and there. But outside of that, like, you know, she had like an actual storyline, which is what I appreciate. And another thing that I love about her character, she may have been like my favorite character, honestly, in season three and season four. And Luke James, you know, Luke James fine. So I'm biased. But Um, her in particular, I really appreciated her character because it was like in season four, I may, you know, spoil it or whatever, spoil alert, but like in season four, it was like kind of, um, revolved around like trying to make Chicago better. So like, you know, they, the community and the people, 
were trying to take things, take matters into their own hands and like, you know, look out for each other without the help of like the police and shit. So like everyone was like, you know, going above and beyond. But when it came to like wanting to save the black girls in this trap house, everybody was still like, that ain't my problem. That ain't my problem. So I'm just like, you know, like a little sad about that. Like, you know, out of everybody over here trying to help the entire city. But as soon as someone brings up like saving these black girls, now nobody want, don't, don't want anything to do with it except for our good sis. Like she was the only one who was riding for the black girls and she... She rolled for their asses and she got them out and like, you know, did what she needed to do to make sure she took care of them. Like she was the only one who was really going hard for the black girls in that um, series. And that's what I appreciate the most. And she was badass. Like, you know what I'm saying? She did not fucking play. This was tiny as hell, but like she <laughs> she did not play like she I think it's safe to say she was my favorite character. So those are the two things that I do appreciate about the series. Also, I want to talk about Ronnie. So if you watch season one and season two, Ronnie was the guy, the father, I believe, who killed the little boy in like season one. Like, you know, like I think that was like the first thing that fucking happened in the series. So, you know, of course, like off top, I didn't fuck with Ronnie in the beginning because he killed this little boy when he couldn't he didn't need to. You know what I'm saying? Um, But as you continue to watch the series and you get to season three, season four, at least with me. I kind of had like a change of heart with Ronnie, like, you know what I'm saying? And even his family, like um, Brandon, that that was the, the boy he killed was Brandon's brother. And, you know, it took Brandon some time, but eventually he actually forgave Ronnie. And then like season three, season four was like Ronnie struggles with like forgiving himself. And that kind of made me think of like the podcast episode I did. I think it was The Art of Forgiveness. And it's just like, you know, reminded me just like how like as a society, like we are very unforgiving, like, you know, and it just made me think like, you know, for someone to kill a child, like, you know, like what would it take for him to earn like your forgiveness or what would it take for him to forgive himself? So that's like kind of something I was just like really thinking about because towards the end of season four, something bad happened to Ronnie and now I'm in my fields because like he was doing all these other great things. Like, you know, like he actually ended up saving a child and like, you know, with that, it's just like, damn, like, you know, he's doing all this like repenting and like really trying to change his life. But of course, most people were still unforgiving, but a lot of people were forgiving because he saved another child. But it just made me think, like, if someone does like something like, you know, just really horrific to you, like, what will it take for them um, to like for you to forgive them? You know what I'm saying? Or like, what will it take for you to forgive yourself if you've done something so horribly to someone like, you know, so that's like just something that I was just really just thinking about. Cause I'm just like, yo, would I ever have the courage? Like if someone were to take my child's life, like would I be as brave as Brandon to like, you know, forgive them? Like, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know, like, I don't know yet. So that's just something that I just been thinking about. I feel like eventually, like, you know, because it takes, it takes a lot to hate. Like it takes a lot to keep reminding yourself why you don't fuck with someone or why you don't like someone. It takes a lot to stay in those hurt spaces. So um, yeah. So I just want to share that with the shy. Also, I did watch the the latest, well, another Wu-Tang Clan episode, I believe came out yesterday, but the episode that came out last week, um, I appreciated that episode so much because the way they showed like the creative process in these, like in these men's like mind, like what it took for them to create a record and just how they brains were just like 
you know, coming together to create like this fucking this creative like this work like you know that shit was beautiful to see like the way they shot it like like we were inside each of their minds as they were like you know spitting their verses or writing their verses and how they prepared and shit like how Riza came up with like producing the beat and stuff like that like I I love that episode so if y'all haven't started watching the Wu-Tang Clan series on Hulu but I believe it's on FX if you don't have Hulu but if you haven't started watching that like you should definitely I highly recommend that that series but yeah. So after recording the Houston, Atlanta, Brooklyn episode, I mean, before that episode, I kind of just been like reflecting a lot because honestly, like this past year and I say past year because like I moved from New York in like August of 2020. So like that's like a new year for me. And like, you know, since moving from there, so like this past year, like it was a real struggle for me. And then I had to kind of like sit with myself and realize like, why was this year so tough for me? Because honestly, like I've been through a lot of like, you know, worse things, like not trying to compare my struggles with my own struggles, but like, you know, like I could easily come up with like a year where it was like, no, that was actually tougher. But this year was pretty tough for me. And I think it was because of like me realizing all the shit that I really needed to let go and kind of having like a battle with myself because I didn't want to like you know I felt like in order I felt like I could evolve but still keep like little bits and parts of me like you know what I'm saying and actually before I get into that um, I want to share something else that I talked about in this podcast back in 2020. I don't know which podcast episode it was, but I know it was in 2020 because the pandemic then started already. And it was basically, I was sharing how, I think it was a tarot reader who I watched probably April AP. Um, um, she was saying how it's about to be, um, we're, we're going to be coming to a point where people can't play both fields anymore. Like, you know what I'm saying? People can't perform online and be a completely different person offline. Like people can't pretend to fuck with you and like truly don't fuck with you. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be hard for people to like lie. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like our actions eventually will be like exposed. Like everything is going to be exposed. So, um, and I feel like that's been happening since like for the past year or two, like if we look at like pop culture or the entertainment industry, like for the past like two years, People have been like people have been being exposed and it's just like what? Like just the other day, social media went down like right after Facebook. Like um, there was like a whistleblower who exposed all this shit that Facebook been doing, which we, you know, low key already knew. But it was just like someone who worked at Facebook confirmed it. And it's just like, no, these are their intentions. And then you got people like Nicki Minaj which is it was so hard for me to like, you know, really accept because I just did a whole fucking barb episode. And I'm just like, fuck, like who, who can I listen to? Like, who can I fuck with? Like truly, like who is a good person out here in the entertainment industry? And then you have like the shit that happened with Karen Civil. Like it's just people are being exposed left and right. But I feel like that isn't only for people who are in the limelight. I feel like Everything is coming to the light in all aspects of our life. So like with the Houston, Atlanta, Vegas episode, like, you know, those people who I thought were really my friends, like, you know, they definitely they couldn't hide it anymore. They was just like, no, this ain't it. So and then also, too, like, I feel like within myself, I'm kind of exposing myself where I feel like I 
could do better in a sense. Like, cause I don't want to say I've been performing because I haven't been, but it's like certain things that like, I guess I haven't been allowing myself to feel um, things that I've just kind of been pushing on the back burner, probably things that I felt like I never really needed to deal with, or I can choose when to deal with it or things that, like I said before, I wanted to hold on to knowing that it's something that I need to let go. So I feel like this past year has been tough for me because of these realizations, but it's also been a beautiful thing. Like it's so beautiful. Like if, if people don't fuck with you or if like someone is not who they say they are, I think that's beautiful when shit is exposed. Like I'm eating popcorn and watching it all because I'm just like, it is what it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. But like this past year, I'm so proud of myself because like while I was experiencing all these things, all these new like just experiences for myself in different cities and shit and figuring things out, I'm proud of myself because um, I allowed myself to feel throughout it. Like, you know, I feel like usually um, I would like, you know, again, put shit on a back burner and do whatever the fuck I need to do just so I could say that, like, you know, I'm I'm OK. Like, you know, it's just like I, I threw that shit away. If I'm not feeling OK, I'm not feeling OK. I'm not going to perform. I'm not going to act like it. That's why I took so many fucking days off from doing the podcast and stuff like that. Like, I just I'm not in the space of performing anymore. I'm not in a space of acting like shit is cool when it's not, but I'm also in a space of also just like appreciating the joy and stuff like that. Like, you know, I'm just in the place where like, I'm just being myself a hundred percent of the time at all times. Like, you know, like it's just so beautiful, like, you know, but like in regards to me, just like sitting in my fields, like, um, I feel like for the past couple years, like even like at the beginning of this podcast, like I wasn't as vulnerable, like i you know, rarely shared some of my personal stories and stuff because one, I didn't want to because <laughs> it's the internet. And then two, like, I don't know. I just wasn't comfortable with it. So that's why I felt like I was so adamant about just having guests on. Like, you know, let me talk to other people so they can share their story and share what they're going through. That way I don't have to share mine and I'll still be able to put out content. But that is like, you know, like shit was really eating me up and I felt like I needed to literally be myself because like when I'm interviewing someone as well, like I kind of felt like I need to co-switch in a way um, where like, you know, try not to curse as much, try to like not be myself as much. Just so like I, it's uh, hopefully y'all understand what I'm trying to say. But that was kind of like my mindset at the beginning of the podcast. And fast forward to now, like I am completely myself and I feel like I have a lot more genuine listeners, like people who can truly relate to me for that same reason. Like, you know, I'm not out here acting like I got all the answers because no one does. And that's just period. And if anybody say that they do and trying to charge you for it, just know you're being finessed. (laughs) And then two, like, I'm just I'm in love with myself at this point. Like, I'm so proud of myself. But in regards to sitting with my feelings, like. I've always, you know, been, you know, talking about like, it's okay to feel and then also get out of those feels eventually, which is something I've been practicing. But this year, this year, I feel like it's like, I just truly allowed myself to feel whether that was frustration or anger, mainly with myself, because when at this point in life, like, this is why I'm proud of my growth, because like, even with the the bullshit that happened in Atlanta, some bullshit that honestly happened out here in Houston, but it's just like, 
I don't hate these people who done it. Like, you know, because it's not a reflection of who I am. Like how they, how people treat me is not a reflection of who I am. It's a reflection of who they are. So, and again, I appreciate when I get those reality checks because it's like, why do I want to be around people who would even treat me such way? You know what I'm saying? Who think it's okay at any point to treat me such way. So it's like, I'm being guided to move in another direction. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said though, there were moments where I would kind of, be frustrated or mad at myself because I feel like I should fucking know better. Like at this point in your life, girl, you should know, which is true, but I don't beat myself up for it. And I say it's true because I'm a, I am feel like, you know what I'm saying? So many people would call me crazy or over or say I'm overreacting because of how I, I expressed I feel because I used to be always be like, you know, I don't think they really fuck with me like that. A year later, they do something crazy and it's proof that they never fucked with me like that. You know what I'm saying? So, but I would... People would always tell me I would be overreacting and stuff. So eventually I kind of would kind of listen to the feelings, but then I would also just wait until I need proof. So I could be like, ha ha, here's proof that they didn't really fuck with me or here's proof that this is how I was feeling and it was correct. So now I feel like after all the shit that I've experienced this past year, like I'm fucking tired, you know, I'm tired of waiting for proof. Like I'm tired of knowing how I feel and just having someone else tell me otherwise or, or, you know, in the end, like, or eventually convince or like eventually convincing myself that I don't feel that way because of, you know, how other people are acting. Like, you know, how could you feel that way if, you know, they are doing this for you or like that, that, and that. But it's just like, at this point in my life, I'm tired. I am not risking anything anymore. If I feel something's off, I'm going to definitely speak up and move like accordingly after that. But it's also like I'm never, ever going to deny how I feel anymore because the proof is in the fucking pudding. You know what I'm saying? I've had so many like falling outs over like the past five years. And I believe I shared a lot of them on this podcast. And in each every time that I share it every at the end, like I'm always upset with myself because it's like you knew better and it's not necessarily just like like with friendships and stuff just with like just regular decisions you know what I'm saying it's just like you felt that so it's just how many times are you going to get these lessons where you need to learn to trust yourself and that's what I feel like this was the last straw for me which is why I feel like it was a tough year because it was just you know really just reality setting in with myself and it definitely got lonely but I am super grateful. It got lonely, but then it didn't get lonely because I kind of just like befriended myself again because it's just like, who gonna like treat you better than you? You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, but I allowed myself to feel both like the, the struggling feelings and like the frustration and the upset that I had with myself and even the universe. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I had some moments, but I also like allowed myself to like really bask in the joy as well. Like there were some days where I would just wake up like on some hippie shit. And it's just like if somebody outside of me were to see me, they'll probably think I was just like a hippie tree hugger or freak, whatever. But it's just like I will wake up and just like the fucking sun is shining on me. And that is enough for me to just just be like just to like exude love and joy throughout the day like I'm skipping to the grocery store the fact that they got the freshest yo I went to the grocery store the other day yesterday (laughs) and they had three pound bags of fucking apples for 67 cents y'all and I'm just like 
this ain't right. So I went to like trying to find some produce workers and I'm like, yo, is this really 67 cents? And it was like, yeah, I'm like, let me ask one person. Yo, is this really 67 cents? And they like, yeah. And I was just like, yo, these are like, like the apples, they weren't like, you know, those apples that are like filled with all kinds of steroids and shit. Like they weren't like huge. Like these apples were like regular size apples, like hella fresh, like no bruises at all. Like these apples looked like they were freshly picked from a tree and put in a bag. And the fact that they were 67 cents each, like I only got two bags. I'm going to go back probably like tomorrow to get some more if they still have them if, and if they're the same price. But that shit made my day. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was so grateful to get have a three pound bag of apples for 67 cents because I love apples. Like that reminds me of this date I went on. Uh, this dude, we were getting to know each other and he asked me what my favorite fruit was. And I was like, apples. <laughs> and he like low key clown me, which was funny because if you clown me and it's funny, it's okay. But if you clown me and it's not funny, then I'm upset. But it was funny. But I'm just like, yo, I just fucking love apples. Like I keep apples and kale in my fridge. But you see how happy I am about talking about these damn apples? Like, that's what I mean. Like, I allow myself to be happy about whatever it is that brings me joy. And lately, it's been the super simple things in life, like apples <laughs> that are 67 cents, because they, they should be free, if you ask me. But, um, and also, like, the sun, the fact that it's not that hot anymore. Like, it's still pretty hot out here in Texas, but the weather's been really great for, like, the past couple weeks, so... I definitely try to get outside as much as I can, even when it rains. Like, I appreciate the fucking rain. Like, I just appreciate just the little things in life. Like, the fact that I have a comfortable as a bed, the fact that I have a roof over my head, the fact that I have fucking AC. Like, it's just like little, the little life things that truly bring me joy. When I was actually reconnecting with my family, because I haven't spoken to them in a while, so I I felt the need to reconnect. So I'm talking to my, my cousins and my aunties and shit. Like that brought me so much joy. Like it's just, it's been those little things. And it's just like, I'm allowing myself to appreciate that. I'm allowing myself to bask in the joy and I'm allowing myself to be upset because like I said, there were times where I don't know what it is about driving, but like driving just make you want to just get everything out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like nobody can't see you, but like, I don't know. Like, there's been a couple times where I'm behind the wheel and I'm driving and I literally just, like, fucking scream, like, on the top of my lungs. And it's like, I've never done that before until this year. When I, and it felt so fucking good. Like, I was so fucking frustrated with myself and where I was at and just blaming me <laughs> for where I was at and stuff because I, I don't blame anyone for anything in my life at this point. Like, I feel like I'm in control. Like, no one has the power to do anything negative to me. No one has the power to do anything I don't want to do. And that's just my mindset. So like when shit don't go the way I want it to, or shit is just, I just don't understand why life is the way it is. I take the frustration out on myself. I mean, I can't, I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing, but that's just how I am. So while I'm behind, in, behind the wheel in these cars, like, you know, I did this at least like two times where like, I was just so fucking upset and I just screamed. Like probably two or three times, like I red lights while I'm driving, just fucking screaming because that's just what I felt like I needed to do. And after I did that, like it felt like some weight was lifted off my shoulders, y'all. Like it felt so good. So next time I was really upset, ah, I screamed again <laughs> and it, it, it helps like, you know, and then it brought me back to reality and like made me just focus on what I can actually do about the situation rather than, you know, being upset and focusing on the things that I can't control. So I am just super proud of myself because 
that's growth. Like, you know what I'm saying? Instead of playing victim and just being sad and feeling helpless, like I can't do anything about my life. I take those feelings, feel them, let them out, whichever way I feel like is fit for it to let those feelings out and like move on accordingly. Like, you know, like even when I got so sad to the point where I felt like, you know, maybe I don't want to live this life anymore. I would literally at this point, I can't even entertain that um, idea anymore um, because it's like you're not going to do anything about that. Like, you know, so instead of playing or being sad and acting like, you know, you don't want to live, which is like, you know, sometimes those feelings could just come on their own. Cause like I explained in a previous episode with the PMDD, like sometimes those feelings can just creep up on you and it's not necessarily like you thinking those, but when that happens as well, I remind myself like, "Mm, that's actually not an, an option because you got shit you need to do. And I truly believe that we choose our lives. I don't know if I, I probably spoke about it on this previous podcast episode, but I do believe we choose our lives, not necessarily choosing um, like the exact experiences that we go through, but I feel like we choose our parents, like we choose the people who are going to give us certain things to like, you know, eventually grow us into the the being that we need to be to do whatever the fuck we want to do here on this ghetto ass planet. So with me knowing that and with me like having that understanding, I'm like, Honestly, I I feel like this is my last like life here on this fucking ghetto ass earth. So let me really go hard because I don't want to come through and do this or come back and do this shit all over again with a whole nother family and a whole new experience. Like I don't want to do that. I don't know how many lives I've lived before this one, but I feel like I lived a lot because I'm tired. (laughs) So I keep reminding myself like you actually and if I were to die tomorrow or today, I would not be happy with I mean I would be happy with what I've done but I would kind of be sad that I didn't do what I know I can truly do in this life so whenever I do have those extreme sad thoughts I just remind myself like you didn't even do this yet like you know you want to do this and you didn't even do that like you're not even you didn't even like you probably did about 10 percent of what you actually wanted to do and that 10 percent was necessary so you can be equipped to do that other 90 percent that you want to fucking do in this lifetime so let's get it together you know and then also have to remind myself that everything is happening for me and not to me so it's like if if I if I keep moving on with that mindset, then it's like everything will be okay. Like I wouldn't take shit to heart. I would know that this shit is happening for my my with my best interest at hand. Like you know what I'm saying? So there's that. And then also with me doing this reflecting, like the growth that I feel or an example of my growth is that like I'm really not into a lot of shit that I used to be into. Like it's, it's really just like mind blowing. Cause I'm just like, damn, like I truly don't like that anymore. Like, damn, like I, I wish I could do this so I could like, you know, feed my ego, but it's like, I just really don't give a fuck about that anymore. And it's beautiful. Like that's, and I feel like, you know, it could be lonely because a lot of people are into that same bullshit, but it's like, mm, like even with the weed, like, you know what I'm saying? I've never... I can't say I I could have imagined that I'd be at a place where like I don't smoke every day like you know and that's where I'm at and I think that's probably why it was like you know such a struggle going back and forth with the weed and stuff but it's like I feel like truly in control of my life at this point and I'm sharing all this because nothing but abundance is on its way to your girl so when y'all see me basking in my joy 
know that I deserve it all and I work for it all. Like I'm getting a little bit emotional because I'm an emotional motherfucker and I'm on my period. But like, I'm just so grateful. Like I am just so, so grateful. And then I feel like, you know, with social media and stuff, it's so easy. It's so easy to get caught up in other people's lives. It's so easy to be like, well, how they get all this shit and I don't. Like when when is it going to happen for me and all this shit? And it's like, and then also, like, you know, before I even say that, like, seeing people who, like, you know, get what you, like, want material-wise, obviously, because it's, like, mentally, like, no one can really take what you have. Like, you know, if you do the work to truly figure out who you are, to figure out what you want in life, no one can take that away from you. And that's something that's just yours. So when you when we look at other people's stuff, like, nine times, ten times out of ten, it's because of, like, when we, like, feel like we want other people, what other people have, nine times, tens out of ten, it's material things. Like, you know, with all these relationships coming to an end, it's obvious that people have been performing with that. Like, you know, people get online and idolize these relationships and shit and be like, that's what I want. But you don't truly know like what these people are even going through or what each person had to even get through to even achieve that. You know what I'm saying? We could look at people and say like we, you know, want what they have in regards of like material. Like we want their house. We want to be like them in a sense, but we don't know what they went through. You know what I'm saying? Like so many people would like shade me and stuff because like of the choices that I make, i.e. my fucking old ass roommate. But it's like, yo, I'm, I'm obviously making decisions that I feel are best for me. And it's like, it's so rare for someone to like completely go on faith because we've been taught as a society that we need to fucking work until we die. And in order to get anything, we need to fucking essentially slave for a company. Like, you know what I'm saying? We've been taught that in order to get these things, you have to work like day and night. You can't rest. You need to work all the time. And even as an entrepreneur, if you want this life, if you want this lifestyle, you got to work day and night, which is not the case. I don't believe so. And like, I've been in the space this past year, which again, I think this is why it was so tough for me. Whereas it's like, I've been fully committed to working on just completely trusting myself, completely having faith in myself and how I feel, what I feel I need to do in order to get where I'm going, have complete faith in the universe, having complete faith in God, the creator, whatever, whoever, however you label it, like that's what I completely had faith in. And um, for someone who don't move like, you know, on faith and someone who's only like moving on what they could achieve, like physically and shit and see and all that, like on now as I looking in, like I will look crazy. And I, I mean, I get it. Like if that was my mindset, I can see how I would look crazy. But I'm just super proud of myself because it's tough. It's tough, like breaking that mindset. It's tough to have faith after you experience so much bullshit. And it's just like I'm just so proud of myself because even Throughout all the bullshit that I experience, I still have faith. Like, I am still faithful to myself and the creator and everything. Like, I know that I'm getting everything that I'm working towards. And all I got to do is keep feel, doing what I feel like I need to do. And again, it could, it could look like crazy to other people, but it ain't to me. You know what I'm saying? So when I do, like, get you know, get in my feels if I'm on social media all fucking day and I feel like, you know, I 
kind of not, I don't want to say envious because I don't think I ever be jealous. Like, you know, I kind of just feel, it's just like that black mindset. Like, you know, that's, it just, it comes to that. So when I get on social media and see all these people having all these things and I'm like, I want that. Then I feel like I just naturally create that like lack mindset there is what I tend to do, but I'm not doing that anymore because, you know, I have faith and I'm trusting in my journey because I don't like, I would rather go through all this bullshit, learn about myself, have like a solid foundation mentally, have a solid foundation with trust within myself and the creator, know who the fuck I am, know exactly what I want to do with this life and then achieve all these material things rather than achieving the material things and just having that. Like, you know, like ignorance is truly bliss and it's, I used to always be like, fuck, like, I wish I just like didn't know as much as I do, because once you know shit, you can't unknow it. So it's like, I wish I didn't have these realizations. Like, why can't I just live a fucking simple life? Like, why do I have to take this fucking hard route? Like, why can't I just go get a fucking job and just like work this job for 20 years, start a family and then, you know, be happy hypothetically, I guess, because a lot of people aren't happy. But which, and, and and I think that's a, a reason. And I think that's another reason why the world is it's going the way it's going. I feel like a lot of people have been pretending and a lot of people are unhappy. And with that collective energy, the world is adjusting so we can have the opportunity to, to do the things that actually make us happy. Like people are ending fucking relationships. Miguel and Nazanzi. Oh shit. Miguel and his wife. Like, you know, I adored them. Like I followed them since like fucking... Uh, sure thing. Like I've been following them for a long time and always admired them because they look so beautiful together. Not realizing sis was actually put through like the fucking through hell, through the trenches to keep that relationship afloat. And it's just like, yo, I, I'm pretty sure like I, they were together 18 years. I'm pretty, pretty sure after five years, she realized like, you know, this isn't what she wanted, but because of whatever reason she stayed. So I feel like collectively what's happening energetically in the world is an opportunity for us to truly go after what it is that we actually want like what truly brings us fucking joy like you know what I'm saying and with us um you know seeking that fulfillment we have to understand ourselves and really know who we are and what we desire so I say all that to say like I don't I I chose this life you know what I'm saying and I'm gonna stick beside it (laughs) I'm gonna stick beside this motherfucker because I don't want to be in nobody else's shoes I don't want to be in anyone else's experience but my own and I'm just super grateful for how far I've I've come and where I'm going because when I tell y'all like this is literally the beginning and I'm grateful that y'all are here on this journey with me because y'all get to see the shit for yourself like you know what I'm saying like especially if you've been listening since like the beginning like five years ago going on six like you'll be able to see like I was hella depressed in the beginning and like now like I wasn't even spiritual like that in the beginning as well that's something that I've been kind of like you know reflecting on like I didn't get all this spiritual and shit until like I was robbed. That's why I'm like, everything has its purpose. Like, you know what I'm saying? When I, that, that, when I was robbing my landlord, I think that was at the end of 2017, like October, 2017. So that was four years ago. Um, and once that happened, I was just like, what is life? Like, what's the purpose? Like, why the fuck am I here experiencing this? Blah, 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 blah. Like literally rock bottom. And that forced me to look outside of myself, um, actually that forced me to look within myself, I would say for answers. And then 
I read the book Conversations with God. And from then on, like it was just like a whole new life for me. So there's definitely a couple people who think I'm like faking this whole spiritual funk because it is a fad right now. But they don't know that I'm a real motherfucker. <laughs> so it's like, no, this is true, baby. But um, yeah, I'll stop there. Yeah, so I feel like the takeaway from this for you who are listening or if you're watching on YouTube is for you to pinpoint with just how much you've evolved. Like, you know, write down like how you're handling certain situations better than you would if you was the same person that you were three years ago. Cause you know, they lucky that you're not the same person that you were three years ago. Cause you would handle this shit a little differently. Okay. <laughs> but you know, and give yourself flowers. I'm actually going to buy myself some flowers today because I deserve it. And also with the whole Ronnie and the shy situation, I feel like the takeaway from that is like kind of pinpointing where you need to forgive yourself like you know if you feel like you need to forgive someone else like you know I know that's the process and if you're finally at that space where you can definitely like you know work on that that healing forgiving type process because in the end when you forgive someone else you're doing it for yourself you're not doing it for them but I want to focus this on just like where can you forgive yourself because for me I had to forgive myself because I felt like I let myself down. I felt like I allowed other people to manipulate me when I knew, like, you know, this is what they were doing and I still allowed them to do it. So I kind of needed to forgive myself, but then also remind myself that I'm always doing what I feel is best for me in any situation. And that's period. But now that I know better and I don't want these lessons anymore, I'm going to do better. So find out where you need to forgive yourself, whether that be anything honestly like it could be something as small as like you know you fucking up on your diet and now you're beating yourself up or something like that like you know just like forgive yourself for whatever you feel like you need to because I feel like that definitely could hold us back like within from our growth process um from this podcast episode I feel like another takeaway is just like what feelings are we like what feelings are you avoiding you know what I'm saying like what feelings are you trying not to feel because you're scared of how they're going to make you feel? Like, you know, which feelings are you avoiding so you don't have to fucking yell like I did in the car? Like, sit with those feelings. And the words, I love Hey Friend Hey because Hey Friend Hey made it cool for me. Like, she made it cool to hang out with your feelings. She actually said that. I think someone asked her a question like, you know, how are you so cool with your feelings or something like that? And she was like, I hang out with them. And after that, like, I just, I love that because that's what it's kind of like. Like, you know, you're just kind of just sitting with them because you're a fucking human. You're going to feel a multitude of things. It's not just happy and sad. Like, you know, there's going to be a whole bunch of other feelings in between and it's okay to feel it because you're a human. Like, that's what you came here to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's one of the beauties. One of the most beautiful thing about being a human being on this ghetto ass planet is the fact that we can feel. So sit with them, no matter what it is, sit with those feelings, but then also eventually get out of it, especially if it's like, you know, harmful type feelings. But it's okay to sit and just release whatever emotion that those feelings are bringing so you can like eventually move on from it. Because if you feel it and you do little things to like kind of fake act like you don't feel it or act like you don't feel it to begin with, them things are just going to sit there and just wait to fucking eat you up. So I've been talking a while and I thought this was going to be a short episode, but that's all I have. So for um, this week's Jam of the Week, actually, before I get into the Jam of the Week, y'all be sure to like, subscribe, share this episode with someone who you think will appreciate it. Um, Follow Avocado and Honey on all social media platforms at Avocado and Honey. 
Um, follow myself, my personal social media at underscore Smanji on all platforms as well. If you want to support your girl, um, head over to shellmoneys.store so you can support by buying some handmade hair accessories and jewelry. Or if you just want to wear some fly ass attentional jewelry and hair accessories, head over to Shell Moneys, um, shellmoneys.store. And the social media for Shell Moneys is at Shell Moneys. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I was talking about Mr. Fine ass uh, Luke James, right? So after watching The Shy, like it was only right for me to dive into his music because I remember Luke when he was a part of Luke and Q. Okay, when I was like in high school or middle school, I don't maybe like 13, 14, 15. I remember it's my turn. It's my turn coming on like MTV jams and shit. So like that was my first experience like listening to his music and then I remember he disappeared well at least to me and then he came back with like drip and I'm like why does dude look so familiar so I've been a fan I say all that to say I've been a fan and his last album dang his last album I think it's called to love or to be love and something like that it is magical y'all like it is magical and this song that's the jam of the week I feel is not a true representative of that album um, because this song is like a little bit more upbeat but like the album is more like a fucking ballad like it's the boy can sing okay like if like when I listen to it, his song like if he ever sing to me I'm, I'm probably gonna just be like yo like if you want me to take my panties off just say that <laughs> but I picked this song for the jam of the week because one is the most played song of the week, as well as I love Ro James and BJ the, the Chicago Kid, and I feel like them three together, this shit was perfect. And it's like an upbeat song, and it's Go Girl. It's called Go Girl, <laughs> but I just want to say y'all should definitely listen to um, this album to be love. It's the latest album he put out. He actually put out a live version of this album not too long ago. So this album that I'm talking about came out in 2020 and then he did a live version with like a whole orchestra and everything that came out this year, 2021. I highly recommend it. Like, I can't say it enough. Like, if you want some good music, listen to some fucking Luke James. Like, and um, so for this week, it's my, one of the songs that I played a lot. And I think the other one is, um, the second most played song from the album is Who You Are like show me who you are I can't sing it because I don't sound like him all right I'll stop talking now and I'll play the jam of the week again I appreciate y'all for being on this journey um if you're watching from YouTube you know subscribe like it and all that shit too but again I appreciate y'all from being on this journey with me and I'm just so grateful that y'all here like I can't say that enough and I mean that shit but uh yeah Every time I'm here, I'm still stealing rice if she loving what she receives. 